Hi everybody, this is Ren, and I know that lately I've been having these podcasts come out on Tuesdays, so I don't really feel like this is late, but this is an episode with um, some friends of mine named Zane and Kagan. We all got together on Thursday night, and we talked about our full moon intentions. Part of my other intention, wah wah, was to have this out on the night of the full moon the next night, but there was a lot that needed editing. And I kind of psyched myself up about it in the spirit of letting go of perfectionism and not caring about that or worrying about judgment. I'm not going to spend too much time editing. And instead, I'm just going to publish it. I have my surgery tomorrow and I will be keeping people updated. I really liked this episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. And I also really liked hearing how the things that we observe with ourselves, the things that we need to work through, and our goals for ourselves are all kind of interconnected. I felt really fondly about everyone. I will. I will be in touch. Our intro is kind of wonky, but I think it's funnier that way. All right. Enjoy. Hello. 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 How's it going? Oh, we didn't say anything else. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. 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 This is the Granny Full Moon Podcast. There you yes. go. You yeah. did it. Okay. Yes. This is the, the harvest. This is the full moon episode of of the Grunge Granny Podcast. This is Fran, and I have friends Zane. Hello. And Kagan. Hello, hello. Do y'all want to, like, Zane, do you want to say a few words about yourself? Oh, was not prepared. <laughs> hey, tell me about yourself. I don't know. Uh, I can't, sure, sure. Okay, so I'm Zane. Um, I am friends with Ren and Kagan, and I'm here right now to talk about the full moon. <laughs> Very, very good. Um, I, I am, um, I, I, I'm a librarian. I do things, and I am nerdy and fun. And, you like long walks um, on the beach. That's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> this isn't a Tinder profile, Zane. <laughs> Are you still there? No, she left. Where did you go? No, I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, yeah, it's been it's been good. Um, <laughs> what about you, Kagan? Oh man, uh, my name is Kagan. I am uh, I'm a person who does stuff and things. You do? I do. Just yeah. Isn't it weird? It's almost mm-hmm. like we're all alive. That's weird. Oh, okay. So me and Kagan are fire signs. It's that's true. that's something important. Just uh-huh. just for all of you listeners who yeah didn't know where <laughs> fire signs. <laughs> Just in case someone didn't know. Are you both are you both Earth moons too? Yes, my moon is Scorpio and my moon oh, no. is Capricorn. Oh no, wait. You're not a Scorpio moon. Your moon's not Scorpio. There's no way. You're Scorpio it's rising. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Did I? Capricorn. You know, I'm having beer, and it's ten o'clock. So sorry. yeah, we'll be arising in Capricorn moon. Yeah, I thought you were an Earth moon. I'm like, don't tell me you're a Scorpio moon. You're no. not. That's the worst thing. The worst thing. No. No. Sorry, you're you're right. You know, I love all these Scorpio moons. I just I love you from a distance personally. <laughs> no, no, the rising, and then the Leo sun. Leo sun. Yeah. So. Because uh-huh. I'm I'm Earth sun, and and water moon. It's actually my moon, y'all. This is my moon. It's Pisces, yes. Welcome to Pisces moon, Pisces. everybody. Let those yeah. imaginations Welcome. run free. Feel that divine feminine energy. It's really, it's really around. It's a full harvest moon. Super, super cool. On the thirteenth, we haven't had one since I think it was like nineteen forty something, and we won't have another one until like two thousand and forty nine. So enjoy. That's a good year. I guess also instead of saying on, well, I mean like I think this will be. I'll probably put this out tomorrow, so it'll be today. Okay. <laughs> on yeah. time is weird. Regardless, it's the last it's time today, we've had a full harvest moon on the thirteenth. Okay, so um, I wanted to do this episode because people have asked about like how do you determine your intentions and what do you do with them, and um, I also think that having other people talk about it is good because um having other people talk about it is good because whatever might resonate with me might not resonate with other people and right I know that like us three talk about our stuffs a lot and that like we you know our friends yeah, we can yeah. Well, so, yeah like whenever we're talking about like our intentions or what we're working on um but I don't know if like the things that I specifically say maybe aren't resonating with somebody. And I think partially it's because I am a little protective of what my intentions are. Um, I, and cause they often involve other people. So whenever I talk about them on here, I don't want to drop names about situation or too many details about a situation that I'm going through. But yeah. I know that the new moon, was at Pagan Fest where we all were, and we were going to record then, and we didn't, just fine, because we got boozied, and <laughs> a little bit fired up, and that was just not going to happen. Sparklers. But um, I wanted to start with what our new moon intentions were then. Yeah. So, um, Zane, do you want to start? <laughs> Just keep putting her on the spot. It's just like, wait, hold on. Zane. Well, if, if Zane doesn't want to start or we have lost her momentarily, um, I'll go ahead and start so we don't have any dead air. Oh, can you not? Oh, it, I didn't hear you. You were disappeared for a bit. Yeah. Wow, I don't know what's going on. I'm, I apologize. It must be the connection or something. What's going on with the satellite? Sure. Huh, okay. Well, can you hear me now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I think I figured out what it is. I think, I think my phone, like I have to keep the screen on. Otherwise it like doesn't know that we're okay. Anyway. Are you trying okay, to so... scroll? <laughs> no, not at all. No, it's like, I like I'm looking away from the phone and then the, the you know, the thing just goes out. Okay. Hopefully you can cut this out. Sorry. Anyway. Okay. So yeah, I can go ahead and start. So, um, at Pagan Fest, I had a reading with Kagan and we discussed like a, a ton of things. Um, it was the first one I've had in like a long time. And there's been like a lot of like really major changes, um, particularly regarding with my relationships and stuff. And um, we talked about like past despondence and 
placing boundaries going forward during this transition period and being like intentional with the tools that I have available to me. And so that was my like new moon intention was like, just like the process of letting go of all that shit. And um, which I guess is kind of vague, but to me it makes a lot of sense because I was like, okay, this was like a big, um, like major life change. And so, and like, although I'm excited for the change, I still have to step back and like rest and think like, okay, like how am I going to do this kind of thing? And so, which I guess is like, so the actions I took toward that, I just decided like, okay, like I hurt and I need to rest. Like I really, really, really just need to rest. Like we had a great weekend at the farm and, and I had that reading and it really affirmed like a lot of what I already knew. And so I was like, okay, like, okay, self-love healing and like rest and that's kind of what I have been really trying to focus on the last two weeks have I have I done a good job I don't really know (laughs) I don't feel like I I have but I've been trying really hard so you're good um I guess before we talked about full moon stuff I want to like maybe do all the new moon stuff so Mm -hmm. up until that point do you want to go ahead and say what came up since then like up until this time surrounding that that you may you not mean after the what actions you took no like after the that. last two weeks yeah like in the last two weeks as like we've been getting closer to this full moon like what is is has there been anything that you've noticed or something that you've learned while taking those actions that in the past might have been inhibiting you from your intention oh definitely i think so I know that like I have these habits. Oh, I think I did it again. Okay. I know that I have these habits of like, like I'll just be stressed out even though there's no reason to be stressed out, which is pretty normal for me, but I've been trying to like be more aware of that. So like these last couple weeks I've said like, okay, I am in my, I'm halfway through grad school and I just started another semester and I'm working a lot. And like, even though there hasn't been a lot of it, like out of the ordinary of like my normal routine stuff, I've been like, just like more and more in pain and like it's like I've been so I've been noticing like my mental and spiritual states have been affecting my body physically and which is you know it's it it sucks but also it's a good thing like I just noticed that like the the, my main obstacle in my way is like myself and Mm -hmm. my my mental stuff that's like causing me to feel just all of this like physical turmoil and like figuring out like okay like I'm going to have to actually like stop and listen and figure out. I had said to Kagan during the reading, I was like, you know, he said, you know, like, you know, you have the tools. And I said, you know, I feel like I'm looking at the toolbox and it's right in front of me, but it's locked and I can't remember where I put the damn key. Like, I know that I have that. I just didn't, I don't know. And so I've, you know, so it's been a period of like, great. I know what I need to do, but how? And I think, and so, but I did come to the realization that like, you had said like it actually is work and like it's okay <laughs> it's, a, it's okay to like you know struggle with just trying to meditate and relax and everything is this making sense I yeah well I think that um you meant that I had said that rest itself is work right yes yeah yeah that's what I meant so yeah and so, and I guess in, in a way that almost makes me feel better because I always feel the need to be productive and it's like, oh, but it's okay because rest is necessary work. And it's something that like, I don't 
do for myself enough. And so, yeah. And yeah. And so, and uh, Susan, one of our friends, she had said, she said like production pressure is a toxic, a toxic symptom of commoditizing yourself and yeah. Like especially, with, especially with what? Oh, especially with like AFAB members of society. Um, yes. Yeah. Like the need to like prove oneself as valuable. Wow. Okay. This yeah. is like a repeating thing today. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, and that's what I said. I was like, it's really hard to unlearn societal and generational bullshit. But like, you know, it's just said you're not an object and to commoditize, you know, you have to objectify. And if you stop and think about the world as animists do, you will see immediately how absurd and useless it is to commoditize, which makes a lot of sense. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. to me, like I know this, like in my brain, but like absorbing it and like, like really swallowing it and believing it for myself is a totally different matter. You know, it's just, you know, I, I have trouble, you know, with application. <laughs> I think sometimes I'm like, I'm like, okay, so like, you know, she was like, just stop, like, just right now, just stop. Yeah. And just like, really stop. <laughs> and I was like, I'm trying. Like, when someone says, like, an immediate, like, do this, and it's like a, like a halting action, like, I always feel like I'm, I struggle really hard with that. So anyway, so that's kind of what I've been dealing with, um, as far as like obstacles and, um, and what I've noticed. So nice that's really yeah. good <laughs> it's a little rambling my bad but... no it wasn't at all you like went okay from good point to point i think you did a great job oh thank you all right kagan mm-hmm. do you want to say what your new moon intention was during pagan fest absolutely so at pagan fest there was a lot of really really interesting community work people kind of like playing music and walking around and it was a very small festival there were not a lot we worked on community and interaction because that's what you do at festival so for me and my intention that i had there i was uh focusing on furthering an establishment with myself in the four agreements um and holding myself accountable and being a man of my word and maintaining my personal, um, my personal loyalties, not only to the people around me and giving my energy as much and freely as I can to them to help maintain their stuff, but also finding how I can exist in my own world and support and love my own actions. Um, And through that, through finding that stability, um, um, building communities of peace and serenity around myself where people can really feel like they are um, uh, able to fully be themselves and able to fully establish themselves that they want to be um, with that freedom. That was your intention up until the full moon? Yes. Okay. That's, that's, that's <laughs> my intention okay. is to create communities of peace and serenity is my just in continuous intention. So going into that full moon and going into or into that new moon was the intention of like, okay, cool. Let's set up a space where this person that I love and these people that I love can really be able to flourish. Um, at these things that they care about and I can 
build these spaces through action and inaction. So going back to how sometimes it's work to rest and sometimes it's work to find that peace of mind to really bring yourself back. Because a lot of people think about rest as quitting. At least I definitely think about rest mm-hmm. as quitting. And it makes me like, well, I can't stop. I can't stop. And so I'll just like run my feet off into little nubs trying to continue to run this race, this rat race. Oh, oh, that reminds me too. And since you're both fire signs, like I want to say this because I know that you and I are talking about like fire energy and how like, um, or Kagan and I, I'm looking at, him but i know that zane can't see i can't see but yeah it's fine um but i wanted to mention like um when you're saying that um like you feel like rest is quitting um how like it, it that reminded me of um the like fire can burn and it can be like a strength to like keep a fire burning but like it's also a strength to hold that fire and just hold it and Mm. well I thought that I wanted to bring it up because I didn't know because for Zane with the their thing yeah I mean that yeah I get I get I get it that's great yeah Sorry, go on. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm like, I'm imagining. I'm like, I, you know, Calcifer in Hell's Moving Castle, yeah. mm-hmm. and how she holds him. That's what was going through my head. So I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree that holding fire and being able to tend to a fire that is burning is really important. Um, for example, you don't want to add too much wood into a fire no, because no, it'll burn. That. Uh, but it's, it's well I think it can be easy to let it get out of control oh I'm sorry yeah um, absolutely it's very easy to let it get out of control yeah, it's a, it's a little bit too really uh, burning but um, a really important part of that is also understanding like okay cool you don't have to like you don't have to go at your full tank all the time sometimes it's important like if you're driving an automatic car you know, yeah, of course, I'm, you know, I'm going to talk about driving your car, but, you know, you don't want to, when you're going up a hill, have yourself in third or fourth gear because you're just going to be burning gas going up this hill. It's not the most efficient way to drive your vehicle. Um, you want to shift down into second or first gear if you're going up this thing, because one, it'll put a lot of wear and tear on your car, mess up your clutch, mess up your, uh, your cylinders, you know, all of these things, but it will also burn out all of the gas in your tank, and then you'll have to go spend money on getting more gas in your tank, which we're working to fill anyway. So, um, yeah, this is like a metaphor for humans in hospitals. (laughs) Yeah. Like, essentially, anyway, yeah. Absolutely. Um, So that was kind of my new moon intention, was it's okay to be a part of community and it's okay to allow yourself to create the space, but also being able to find the space to rest um, in that, in that community and not having to carry it all on your back. So some of the actions um, that I've taken or that I had taken towards that was, um, and it's something I'm still working on. I feel like it's something that needs to be worked on all the time, constantly, is um, 
establishing mindfulness practices and practicing self-accountability um, so that you are able to be a more genuine version of yourself, thus allowing other people to meet more, more genuine versions of themselves. Because if other people don't really have to worry about you, you know, controlling who you are or having to conduct themselves around you to um, help you be a particular way or walk on eggshells, then they can be more free to be themselves. And so that's always something that I'm working on. It's like, well, how can I be accountable for my own responsibilities so that I can make the things that I do better mm -hmm. for everybody else? And that's that were the, that were my new moon intentions and the actions that, <laughs> that I was... took for them. That were those. <laughs> I'm eating my 10 p.m. cereal, so I didn't laugh, I laugh but I laughed with my mouth closed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I heard a clink, a spoon clink. I heard a spoon clink, and I was like, "Ooh, what is Ren eating?" Cereal. Oh, and I'm sure that <laughs> I'm sure this has been brought up before in a in a podcast, but the spoons analogy the spoons yes I we haven't Ooh, that's awesome because we got a spoon clank so like for a lot of people who have um different levels of energy and different abilities to expend that energy um they have to be very careful and that i mean i'm a person included in that uh, people have to be very careful about the energy that they do expend and the spaces that they expend that energy um, and so I remember reading a post on Tumblr and it got really famous a while back about spoons. For example, this person starts the day with 10 spoons and they look at each action. It's like, well, how many spoons are going to be spent on each thing? You know, getting up and getting dressed in the morning might be a good four spoons, you know, and then the rest of their day is going to be taking out these little bits. So it's like a personal economy. Um, mm -hmm in a personal marketplace, which goes back into self-accountability and how you take care of your own responsibilities with your spoons and when you eat your cereals. It originally started for people with um, like physical... Yeah, like chronic. Mm -hmm, physical and chronic things. But then it ended up being... I was like, I think mental health professionals were like, hey, this is actually really handy for mental mm -hmm. health things. I think it's called uh, spoon theory is what it's called now, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and then now it's like, anybody and everyone can be kind of like no this is just like yeah this is legit like right. yeah <laughs> in like general everybody, yeah. aside from all those things, like those things are real but like right. this could this could be applied to everybody and it's yeah. just a good way to like see it in general right so what came up in the last two weeks well there have been a <laughs> A great many things in the last <laughs> two weeks that have been happening as people are able to really experience a stronger and more genuine version of themselves because they're no longer having to worry about um, things and stuff that are happening or were happening prior um, in my home life, in my professional life. Um, I'm seeing a lot more people being able to like do better work and be more efficient in the work that they do at my job i'm seeing people able to be like okay well i can pick up more responsibilities here and here because i'm not spinning trying to take care of all of these tasks because um being hired on at this new job i'm taking on more responsibility myself and so i'm able to free up the schedules of other people who are having to clean up the messes 
of someone who was in that position who wasn't taking care of their own responsibilities. So it's like I'm creating a healthier ecosystem. And sometimes when you create a healthier ecosystem or you are enacting in biological engineering um, uh, or ecological engineering, you their blooms will happen and some things will die off populations will change um and so many instances in which my reliability um are being viewed are being viewed with value and respect and it's really kind of created a higher sense of self for me where i feel more able to readily choose myself instead of trying to prove that I'm valuable of being chosen by putting in all of that work and prove that I am enough to people because of the male performative um, aspect of being in a society really goes into that production thing and how much weight you can carry and how many people you can do stuff for and how much you can do. I've found personally in my experience um, it, it really is like how how much are you doing that determines like are you man enough and do you deserve respect but in this past in these past few weeks I've seen a greater instance a greater increase of instances where my social relations are blossoming and encouraging me to break free from chains of feeling, insecure or not enough because I'm fulfilling my own word and I am fulfilling my own four agreements instead of having to make other people fulfill theirs. I'm no longer. Uh, so I saw a funny post or not a funny post, but a, an applicable post on the way here about attachment and love where in attachment, it's like, I want you to make me happy or I have an attachment to how you make me feel. And love is like, I want you to be happy, right? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that's really applicable here because it's not, I want you to do these things. So then I'm upset because these things mm -hmm. aren't done. It's more along the lines of like, I can, I do these things for me and you do these things for you and we take care of ourselves. And that creates a much healthier dynamic between people and professional situations, interpersonal situations, uh, spiritual situations, because no longer am uh, yeah, the whole person. Yeah, exactly. A whole person. Whole person. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. really good to be a whole person to yourself instead of expecting other people to be a whole person for you. And that's, that's something that has really been coming up a lot in the past a few weeks for me because I really want to make people feel safe and supported to do their own work. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I was, I, I had a thought that like piggybacked on that, but I lost it. So. Well, what are some things that came up in the past few weeks for you? Oh, she said. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, I did. No, yeah. Um, was there any specific Hang on, sorry. I, there was a lot of stuff, so I'm trying to like think for a second. No, it's fine. Um, 
yeah, there's there's been there's been there's been a lot. Yeah. <laughs> is, yeah. I kind of I kind of monologued. I apologize for taking up. Oh no no, it's, it's um, well. I think it's important whenever we set intentions and then we go into the next intentions to like pay a lot of attention to mm-hmm. the obstacles that we have. Um, yeah, and so. Um, yeah, it was kind of difficult for me to find those like physical, you know. I don't know. I try. I see things as like, okay, was this physical or mental or spiritual or, or both, and how so? And like, and some things I'm like, okay, but some of the things have just overlapped, like from moon to moon to moon. Yeah, that constant like, things that I deal with, and I think that's so it'd be hard for me to define sometimes. And that's like so. I'm like, I feel like with every intention, I just try and get more and more like pinpoint specific. Um, ultimately the overall goal is healing all of my trauma and, you know, being yeah the most genuine version of myself. But then, but if I say every full moon, I'm going to let go of this drama and then every yeah. new moon, I'm going to embody my, my like, yeah, like, like, I, that itself won't be enough. So I have to like. Can you put your phone down? They can't see me. Why would you call me <laughs> out like that on a phone? Okay, my phone is down. You're right. Okay. I had an important message from somebody that I had to respond to. You're right. Hey, it happens. Because we are engaging. And and, and this is going around to a question for you, so that's why. Um, I guess I think it was hard for me to find, like, the obstacle, because I, I think what you had said was the obstacles that you found were like the putting yourself in chains from expectations mm. of like male performativity, right? Mm. Um, yes. Really? Okay. In a nutshell. It wasn't exact, but we can go with that, yes. Okay, well, what what is off? Um, well, it was... The chains that were being placed on me weren't necessarily from me. Um, these these expectations and uh, male performative perform male performance aspects that people expect were definitely ways in which um, I was being put in chains before. But the bur- the the obstacles were like removing those chains because that is also an obstacle. Because it's work, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure, because there was just a lot of jumping, and I wanted to make sure that I got what that was. Okay. I guess I will go ahead and go. Um, so, if you listen, then you know that um, my whole goal has been obviously, as I said just now, um, healing all of my trauma and trying to work toward being my most authentic self. So my new moon intention was the whole, like, claiming ownership of that self. And one of the things that had come up in my Black Moon Lilith reading was how I'm going to kind of always have this, um, like, cassandra aspect of my interactions or my place in society where I will just be disliked or not believed if I'm not embodying my authentic self because it will be me 
claiming ownership of that side that that ends up like I guess kind of dispelling that that whatever that is um and that's a a really big trigger for me because of childhood stuff um so my new moon intention was was to do that more so claim owner you know take ownership of myself and to uh to do that more publicly and to do that more fully um one of the ways that I was doing that was by trying to definitely stick to all my grunge granny schedules of everything um, and stop procrastinating because I get hesitant or doubt myself. Mm. Um, another way was going to Pagan Fest in the first place. That was a big thing was going and vending and physically being in a space where I had things that I made and I was offering them to people um which was badass by the way but just i mean you know like thank you thank you (laughs) sorry sorry continue (laughs) well that so that was a big action um and then the act the actions following were to like continue that um and that's i guess probably my external way of doing it and i try to do have i try to have like an external action and then internal actions and then internal actions we're going to be to like listen to my intuition more, um, focus on grounding, actually make time to either meditate or some type of mindfulness, which I include uh, working with plants um, and some artwork things. Um, and I did do a lot of those things, but what came up surrounding that is and I made this long ass post on Facebook about this um, because this is also now like a month of me not having a day job because I'm off the schedule until October because of my surgery and I don't I think yeah you read it Chelsea um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so well repeat it uh, some of it it's just the the things that I was realizing when mm-hmm. I do not have that um, forced outlet where I have to snap into a a work persona and Mm. um, can run from the things that I'm avoiding uh, and then like return back to life and be too tired to like really face it. And so being at home where every task is self-imposed, most of them are are self-imposed. And then also just being here in general more than ever and being here alone um, just brought up a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, in this post I had written about how like I have always been kind of a compulsive overworker mm-hmm. where I just run, 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 run until I pass out and and then only have enough time to like barely rest and then continue that routine. 
And instead, this time, it was like, because I couldn't do that, it, I was just doing it mentally. Like, because I couldn't distract myself with, like, tasks where I had to be, um, what is the word? I get, it's like external accountability, but there's another word uh-huh. I'm thinking of. Um, you know, like, if you have to go to work, you're just like, okay, I have to put down this thought, and I'm yes. going to get dressed, and I'm going to go to work because I can't go into work, and I can't focus on this unless I do that. So without having work, um, there was not, like, a stopping cue unless I gave myself a stopping cue. And I could give myself a stopping cue, but there was no external like accountability for that other than myself, you know, like I Mm -hmm. needed to be able to be like, stop. Um, And so I did, I did let my brain kind of go haywire for about a week. Um, And I had received a message (laughs) that that said that I needed to to calm down, <laughs> just calm down and trust that everything is going to be fine. And I was like, it's not though. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I was like reaching out to different people to be like, things are not okay. And some of them were like, stop telling me things are not okay they're fine and now they, they're about to be not okay <laughs> and oh my some, gosh. Of them, some of them were like why I think it's fine and then some of them were just like oh, I'm sorry like <laughs> like do you want to talk about it and then I no matter what though like no matter what the response was I was still just really frantic and it it was really not until I decided to pick up my tarot cards and like practice with them and get more familiar with them that I asked what did I need to be doing that I think that this is good because all of our obstacles have to do with that like internal need to do something and the things that we count as doing and the things that we count as not doing Mm -hmm. um and mine because I just felt like I needed to be doing something and I just wanted to, to like do something that yeah where like I could go to somebody and be like, look, I did the thing because that's the other part of it is like me wanting to show someone like, look, I did it. Um, and when I did that, the tarot cards were like, well, here's what you should do. You should focus inward. <laughs> like you should, you should do that. And uh, then I, then I really did then I I thought I had been and then I did and I sat with it and I um but that was a good a good thing to realize was that I thought that I was listening to myself but I was just listening to this like panic and fear that was just building and building and building and Instead, and the obstacle was like that need for, I guess, external approval too. Mm -hmm. 
So that's good because then I could also, then afterward, I could also look at myself and say, okay, you actually did it. You actually sat down and I could give myself that approval. And then it was kind of funny too, because it was only once I did that, that I did get the external approval that I apparently had been (laughs) craving yeah oh so there's that (laughs) oh so zane yes since this is gonna be really long i'm gonna go ahead and stop this one and then i'm gonna restart it before we talk about the full moon okay okay perfect okay all right bye 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 hey are you there So um, Kagan is getting Boom. Kagan is getting his book because we're outside. Does it sound really crazy out here? No, not at all. Okay, because the cicadas. I think I can hear crickets. Oh. I it's just the hear cicadas. Oh, which I like. I like the crickets. Is that crickets or cicadas? Oh well, either one. Whatever. For, to me, they sound the same on the phone. And <laughs> time, so. <laughs> but also, since you're going next, um, we'll go ahead. Hang on. I guess I'll pause. <clears throat> okay. So since you're going next, I figured it'd be fine if you, if we were outside. So. No, yeah, that's great. So if you want to go ahead and say, um, what, do you, what is going to be your full moon intention? And Perfect. what are the physical actions? I say physical, but they can be internal. I, I just mean like. I know what you mean. Like, what are you going to, like, actually do? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And in order to do that, you can go whenever you want. Okay. Okay, so, like, my my full moon intention is, it relates to something that Ren and I talked about earlier. Um, Like I said, my biggest obstacle has been myself, like, in my way. And if I feel bad mentally or spiritually or physically which has been the case for a lot of the then I feel like I can't perform whatever it is that I need to perform at my best. And then I get stuck in this loop of like perfectionism and then I let myself down. And that's something that, that Ren had pointed out to me earlier. And I was like, yes, that's it. That's what it is. <laughs> it's this thing because my standards for myself are just so damn high and which can be a really good thing. And I, you know, I, I say a lot that like, my anxiety and my things about myself are oftentimes good things because they make me productive and like, you know, I get things done and like I have a lot of aspirations and that's great. However, they can really, they can also get in the way of like a lot of different kinds of growth and stuff. So anyway, so my, my intention was to like allow myself. Um, I think I lost it. My intention was to allow myself to like step out of that loop and like, enjoy things without the perfectionist um take on especially since like I've been in pain and I've been dealing with these things and so I feel like oh I can't do this because I hurt today or I can't do this because it won't be that great today and so I've been trying to like allow myself to do or I am I'm planning (laughs) to I've been trying but it hasn't really been working and so I feel like this full moon I'll really be able to like I think I'm starting to get it now and now I can like start that process and so what I want to what I need to do what I realized I need to do my plan of action is it's just a lot of shadow work 
it's been something that's been coming up a whole lot lately. Um, I'm in a couple of groups online um, and like the theme of lately has been shadow work. And like the first time I heard the term um, a while back, I was just like, huh, I don't really know what that is, but it sounds interesting. And then like later Ren had talked about it and I was like, huh, okay, this needs, this sounds like something I need to like <laughs> to dive into. And then anyway, so a lot of time has passed and now I'm like, okay, this is something that um, I've started before, but it's, it's always, I mean, it's, it's been really incomplete and I think there's just a lot of junk. There's a lot of, I mean, I think that's kind of everybody's lives, right? We have like a lot of baggage and a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, um, and I just, and I think I have a better idea now about what it is that I need to focus on in that realm. Like, I think I had mentioned like, like self-doubt things and beliefs and, um, and stuff like in, in a, in, in an Instagram post I had done. So anyway, and then, um, so yeah, the shadow work stuff. And I wrote down meta damn Tate and journal and this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and I do some damn yoga and stuff. But like, you know, like all of these things are like physical actions, but I have to make sure I don't go through the motions because I, I can I can get really good at that. I used to be a dancer. I know how to do all the steps and not like my mind can be somewhere totally different. <laughs> and so I have to be careful that I'm not like <laughs> like just doing the yoga moves and not like you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. So if that makes sense, that's my, that is, that is that. It so. does. That's good. Uh, yeah. Shadow work is a really noble thing to mm-hmm. It's very well, hard way, like, to, mm-hmm. to do sometimes to go in and. Okay. Otherwise okay. we're basically really not gonna drop okay it. it's okay All is <laughs> don't worry it's okay oh my goodness. Uh, where was my thought um shadow work is a really hard thing to do shadow work is a really hard thing to do because you have to recognize and accept the areas in yourself where you aren't right and you aren't yeah. just and you aren't complete as a person and these things in your hmm? yeah it's really frustrating because you have to accept like oh there's work i need to do on myself i read this book a while back called um warrior king magician lover (laughs) and it's it's a freaking amazing book um it it is a freaking amazing book excuse my language and it talks a lot about it's it's a, a book about masculinity and how to fully embody a whole and healthy masculine form. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are the four archetypes that this book talks about. And it goes into the healthy iterations of them and then the shadow sides of each one of these forms. And oh, wow. how, um, what, if you are embodying a shadow version of this, what things you need to go in and address in yourself and what things you need to be aware of and how it affects your relationships with other people and the world around you. And it's, it's a, it's a really powerful book. Um, and so I'm always, I'm always aware personally of the aspects of those archetypes and how I can best combat falling into those shadow 
forums. Um, mm-hmm. I used to moderate a group called Shadow Tribe, where we all just did shadow work together. Um, and it was it was really powerful seeing so many people go in and be like, hey, here, here are ways that I'm acting in the shadow form of the feminine or the shadow form of the masculine from both ends uh, of the spectrum. Um, people talking about how they were being manipulative or short-sighted or narcissistic or um, not allowing for other people to be themselves out of a fear of control or any of these things. And those were common throughout all of the people in this forum. Um, So it's kind of the, the reason why I say all of this is it fits very well into my new moon intentions with this harvest moon being one of intense Piscean energy and Pisces in the astrological cycle being the most evolved um, astrological sign. It's the final sign. So it's very much dealing with the other, very much Mm -hmm. dealing with other people and how they exist for you, which is why a lot of Pisces feel um, like a sense of self is not there. Or Mm -hmm. that their self is at the whim of others um, because, you know, they're very much involved in how the other is. So with You mean in general or like, or just, just when there's a Pisces moon? Well, in in general. So when the Pisces moon is coming around, it's going into how our, um, how everybody deals with the other and how everybody deals with their own shadow self, because at the end, the other for any individual is their shadow. It's how they view themselves, which is why that quote, you know, I'm not what you think I am. You are what you think I am. Okay. You, most people are interacting with projections of the other people that they put onto themselves out of expectations of what this other person needs to do for them or what they need from these other people. So my shadow work that I'm going into and my intention for this new moon is to really connect with my uh, connect more with the uh, the ways in which I affect the world around me and Mm -hmm. to really appreciate and nourish the feminine in all aspects of my life the women in my life who I love and care for and the um the feminine inside of me as well and how that acts through my masculinity because I view my feminine aspect as the sort of the godhead for my being and it Mm -hmm. acts through the masculine which is my physical representation and how I exist in this world so I am I am a man I personally identify as a man and through that I do the things that I do as a direct feed into the moon I act through the moon um the goddess right the absolute goddess holy queen queen luna (laughs) hanging out full and beautiful staring at us right now Mm -hmm. gorgeous gorgeous moon um so my intention is to really 
examine how I am serving and embodying and protecting and supporting the feminine in my life, in myself and in the other people around me, because I feel like a lot of people devalue or dismiss the feminine because it isn't, it's not the same um, exerting force that the masculine is. It's not, it, it doesn't exist in that same way. Um, or at least that we have like societal thoughts about what that force is supposed to look like. and, and all Right, that. right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know it's not my place to say what the way feminine exists. Oh, no, no, exists, I, get I totally get what you're saying. But yeah. like, you know, there's, there is, there's a difference in like the demiurge going forth into the universe and puncturing the universe to create yes. new existence. And, you know, what, what's that song? Ren, the uh, the woman is the wounded, the man is the spear. Um, oh, um, I don't. Remember. It's you. You've played that. You played that song over and over. My really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the worst. With it's this. it's it was about um, my mother thought all of these things, and my mother was this way, and like the woman is the wounded, the man is the spear. No, you played it over and over again. It's oh in like gosh. multiple playlists of yours, and you're like, "This is like my favorite song. I love this song." Okay, I cannot. I, um, I, I can't like just. But it's, remember also. It's very real that way. That and so for me, I look at it as my feminine guides because I have many of them. You know, Ishtar. Yes. And, you know, fucking all these different beings that exist inside of me. Um, they they guide how my masculine exists in the world so my new moon intention with this beautiful harvest Piscean moon of what are your imagination uh, elements that are creating the reality around you how are you interacting with the other is to really cultivate that safety security serenity and peace in the community of uh a more matriarchal system where women are valued rather than subjected Mm -hmm. to masculinity. I think it should be more of an equal dynamic, not that masculine should be subjected to feminine as a tool to be used. Uh Oh, it cut out. You're you're here. Are we there? Hey, we had an error. Okay. So technical difficulties. So to, to, to make a long story short, I'm going to be doing my shadow work as well. Awesome. What, are <laughs> what are the actions you're going to take, Kagan? The actions that I'm taking are to... Um, it's similar to my, my new moon intentions of uh, setting these mindfulness practices being more aware of uh, how I exist in a space instead of taking up all of the time at a podcast um, and just monologuing incessantly um, <laughs> allowing for um, rest in my own thoughts and not having to carry the whole weight of this concept that I'm trying to make and instead just be like okay cool I can say this thing 
when that thing is said. Um, so mindfulness practices, awareness practices, and being um, being more in touch with listening. I think piggybacking off of that, because that's interesting too, is that I noticed that like <clears throat> Kagan said, carry the weight of everything that he wants to do. And I think that it kind of goes along with your perfectionism and productivity, but also mm-hmm. my discrediting of certain things as counting as work until I reframe it also as work or productivity that, um, mm-hmm. that it's almost like, uh, it's like we, we all have these, um, I think that we all have issues with trust and I, I, Oh, definitely. In the past, I've had like a lot of issues with delegation um, or trusting other people to be a part of something that everyone can work on. And I do think, of course, like if everybody worked on themselves, then everything would be fine, you know? Um, Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> I said, wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. Well, like if every single person in the world was just like, I need to work on myself and be the best <laughs> I me. I need to grow. Then I think yeah. that like, you know, yeah, everything would be so much dandier. But um, uh-huh. I think a big part of like fighting that perfectionism and productivity uh, thing, which is actually making me realize a new, a new thing that did come up with me these past two weeks is the fact that like, I, if I feel like there's a, a something that's happening and um, I don't have like a task for it, then I feel like, like my gifts are seen as not valuable. Um, hmm. But because of that, like, it's one of the reasons why, like, when, when, whenever I was like doing Bread and Roses, that was something that was that I just had to do. Like I had to, to say like, Hey, can someone do this? Can someone do that? And, um, just like notice the things that they did really well or the things that they were really into. And then, you know, try and do that because otherwise I would just see things that needed to be done and I would just do them. And Mm -hmm. I, I think it goes like, both ways with that kind of productivity and carrying weight and perfectionism aspect is that like um, not taking personally not being like an active participant of a project but Mm -hmm. also like just making sure to notice that everyone in the world has some gift and has some skill. Some of these people do things better than you. Some of them don't, but they're not going to get better unless they are entrusted with the task. Mm. Um, and I think that that's, I think that that's going to be part of my full moon. <clears throat> so my full moon 
intention. Um, it's coming right before my surgery. So there'll be a period of time where I, I can't move anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I will have anesthesia in me. So I won't be able to like, I hyper focus on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, get send myself into a manic episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, but until that point, I think that I'm going to kind of focus on preparing. Um, what I try to do with new moons is like the start of something and then the full moon, the letting go of something. And I try to have the letting go be the thing that was the obstacle to the original new moon intention. So the new moon intention was to more so claim ownership of my own authority. The obstacle that I noticed was my, my allowing my fear and external need for approval um, and like neat, like constant, persistent, like desire to run mentally, mm. um, whether it be away from things or to things, but just be running, <laughs> uh, yeah. to inhibit me from doing the work that really needed to be done to fully embody my more authentic self. So since those were my obstacles um my actions that i will take will be actions to let go of the fear to more regularly and more actually give myself the credit and the gratitude and, and approval that I try to get externally and I think that that will have to be done really with I think meditation and I'm thinking meditation and also working on space. Um, this last two weeks also, there were a lot of things about space popping up for me from multiple different people's conversations. Uh, and it came up in books and it came up in like two different podcasts. And you mean like physical I, space around you? No, like the, the word like holding space, making space, oh, creating okay. space. Yeah. And in my, okay, okay, gotcha. in the illustrated herbiary, the herb cards were like, Hey, this is something you're going to do. You're going to be able to make space. And, uh, I, I think I felt it. I think I was getting there. And then that space just filled up with, with fear. <laughs> and so mm. I'm going to work on being more conscious of that. I think, I think one of the ways I can do that is anytime I do feel myself getting afraid is not run from it and also not run with it. 
Yeah. Uh, instead, I'm going to, I guess, kind of treat it like, treat it like a like a stray dog, where I'm kind of like, hey, let's get to know each other. <laughs> and, yeah. And like, where do you where do you actually belong? Like, do you have a home, or do you do you not? Do we need to like? Do I need to take you in right now? Like, is this something that's necessary? Or, like, there might be a caller with a name mm-hmm. tied to a situation where I can say, oh, you actually belong there, and you don't actually belong with me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I think, yeah. I think that that's going to be the, the two big things. Um, is the going ahead with making space, allowing that space, interacting with my fear, and and what was the other one? I just said it. <laughs> like a straight, treating like a straight dog. That was the, what you mean? Yeah, yeah, it was a fear was one. Another. I think that might have been both things. I think I just tied them together because one was space and one was fear. Oh, giving myself the... Uh, giving myself whatever I see that I end up getting myself in a tizzy over because I want something in the end of it, something, you know, cause I might, oh, yeah, yeah. cause I might not know. I don't always know what I'm doing when I'm doing it. Um, and so I think that I think instead it's, I'm going to be working harder on being my comfort and being my, my, uh, support system today I was talking to Kagan and uh in our conversation he misheard me and thought I had said that he was not a whole person when I had said that I was not a whole person and once we understood that that was the misunderstanding he said um oh I thought you were saying that I was not a whole person and I said, no, I wouldn't say that to you. I wouldn't say that to someone. And he said, but you just said that about yourself. And mm. I said, I know. <laughs> We're harder on ourselves. Yeah, like, I'm, I know this is the problem. This is why I feel like I'm not a whole person. <laughs> like, but that little, like, like, but you just did this about yourself. Um, Mm-hmm. was like uh, a good a good like in the moment immediate reminder of like oh this is just so casual for me that I like just like do it you know like it just comes out of my mouth that way um, yeah. but I wouldn't do that to somebody else if it was somebody else I would just sit and think like is this the best way to present this to this person or is it something that might make them feel defensive um like, are there better words to avoid that? But then I don't do that with me. And. Yeah, like our, self, um, sorry, like our self-talk like matters. And I think, like, I know that for other people, but I like, I don't always realize that with myself. Like I might be like, you know, like, like Zane, this is so stupid. Why are you, why are you being so stupid? And it's like, well, hold on. Like, you know, like communication is important. And what you say is important, not only to other people, but also to yourself. So that's. Sorry, that's what that's what that made me think of. 
Well, I think that I'm like, when it comes to the grunge granny things, I've gotten so much better with that. There's been a lot of things where I'm, where I will think, oh, this caption's super lame, or people are going to think I'm being like really hokey spiritual, or oh no, too much astrological mention. Um, <laughs> and I will, like, I will beat myself up. About, like, I'll start to beat myself up about hashtags I'll just be like that's a stupid hashtag I shouldn't put that hashtag on there and then (laughs) and then I'll have to like think like no that's that's stupid to care like (laughs) what doesn't matter like I'm that's not a thing that I'm going to like spend time calming myself down over like whatever you know like no um and so when it comes to that (laughs) or like oh no my lines on this sheet aren't straight which used to really bother me and I've just stopped caring about that. Like, or, Oh, you can see that mistake where I went over that line and like, it just, Mm -hmm. I don't do that anymore. Um, I'll, I'll think like, Oh, it's noticeable or it's not noticeable. Or if it is noticeable, I still like the overall thing. So I don't care. Um, yeah. And like, for example, yesterday I, I recorded that one blog post and I put it on here. And uh, I clipped the, I was trimming the audio and I didn't realize that the previous segment was going to lead into the next segment and like give itself a. Oh, there you are. Yes. I'm going to clip the audio. And, um, and then when I was listening back to it and I heard that it clipped out part of two parts of the audio, um, I thought about sitting down and re-recording that whole thing <laughs> and then just was like, no, screw it. Like even this, like we've disconnected, like we've disconnected several times. We've like, there's going to be some messy parts. I have a hell of a lot yeah. of audio to listen to. I hate mm-hmm. editing. So I'm probably mm-hmm. not going to edit a lot of stuff out. Sorry. And that's yeah. fine. I mean, technical <laughs> difficulties happen. Like it's, it's fine. But I like that part is okay. It's like other stuff that I have a lot of issues um, giving myself approval for it. And I think it has to do now much less with external things, much less with like my writing or music or artwork. Now it's more about my own progress. Mm, yeah. And I think it's because like, that's like the one thing I think people are always really quick to jump on me for is that like like you're not progressing fast enough or you're not doing this and so then I automatically do that to myself because it's the most it's like the deepest insecurity you know what I mean is to feel like you're handling maybe a childhood trauma or healing from it and then um having someone say like no, you're not healed from it. That's where this is coming from. And yeah, yeah. And then it's even harder to know, like, okay, well, I thought I was feeling like this because, because I legit don't like this interaction, but maybe, maybe like, maybe this completely separate person that isn't me knows more about my trauma than I do. Um, part, part of me is like maybe but then part of me is like I don't know that anybody else could 
and I think sometimes people try to be helpful and sometimes you know sometimes it it, it really does just come off and can feel like just like straight criticism without um I don't want to say without purpose because I think the purpose typically with people you know is like to help you but you know I think it's more complicated than that. anyway continue no I think you're right I think it's just a And I guess that's like others issues of trust because it's, it's like, is this to, is this to point out something that would help me or is this to mm. avoid like accountability? Oh um, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's sometimes a little bit of both because I think that that subject can be presented differently, but regardless I noticed that like it's something I do with myself Mm -hmm. really fast like I'll think oh I'm doing better and then um the inner self-talk when it comes to that is the harshest it's Mm -hmm. the it's the worst it's the fastest and it's the hardest for me to see um because just because of that just because that don't know and I but that's the other part of like like being my own authority is that now I kind of think and I think I wrote about this somewhere I know I wrote this somewhere I can't remember where I wrote it it wasn't in the blog post I think it was in a caption just basically like yeah like, I, like, yeah, I screwed up. I, I'm gonna, and I forgive myself for that. And I'm stoked that I saw it. And I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm okay with that. And I'm gonna move forward. And um, now try and see it when it's starting next time instead of when it's climaxing (laughs) right all right so i didn't come up with any way to end this do or let's uh let's see kagan because you haven't talked a little bit hello words because it keeps shutting off so in closing You can well, we're all going to say something. Well, I wasn't saying that. Okay, okay. Not too long. In closing, it's okay to do your shadow work. It's okay to choose yourself. It's okay to love yourself. And no one is entitled to treat you badly. And it's important to remember that another person's trauma is not an excuse to be subjected to any form of abuse and it is no one else's determination of what abuse is to you and moving forward always make sure that your mask is on first as the plane is crashing before you put a mask on anybody else you meant like an animal mask like a costume mask no I the fur, I was going to keep the furry stuff for a different podcast. Um, 
but uh yeah the yeah. only the only real rule is be kind children be kind and that is my closing statement yeah the only thing i wanted to add to to that was thinking about like what i've learned in the, in the you know in my entire life but also just in the last couple of weeks is like um you know i had said to kagan during my entire reading in the spiel i was like well i I just have trust issues and i have major trust issues and he said well you know you can trust the process and that's something i've tried to keep in the back of my head that okay so that's my closing is like trust the process trust your or try try your best and it's okay to not it's okay to you know you're if you're trying your best and and you're trying then you're good like it's okay and it's okay to not be perfect. <laughs> I'm talking directly to myself here. So yeah, but that's that's my closing. Because I don't know if I have anything to say closing. I think only just that like I want to and I want other people to do this with me so that I'm not alone in doing this. Um Look, yeah. at, look at the things that make me uncomfortable and actually actually look at them um, and I want to because if I feel uncomfortable I want to be able to like know for sure what it is and to stop like running from it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always where I learn the most stuff is when I don't run from those things. Um, yeah. And uh, I guess that's it. Well, good luck to you both on your full moon intention. Good luck to you. Yeah, the best this was of luck great. on your journey. Best of luck. On no your luck. I don't even. I, I'm gonna say, you. peace be with you. No, I just mean like the fact that you that you make the intention and you say it and you make a course of action for it, and of course, like acting on those actions, I think you know obviously, like helps that along. But just uh-huh. I think keeping it in mind and like thinking of how to be more active with it I think that's also that's also work that's and that was also progress like that's already better and yes and it can only get better from there yeah all right I love you Zane we're gonna let you go I love you too all right talk to you guys soon bye bye bye